0: First man to walk on the moon, that'd be something. We've chosen a job so difficult, requiring so many technological developments. We're gonna have to start from scratch.
1: Welcome to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by Calm and Audible. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sunny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at a podcast and search for Substandard. You will easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we?
0: Hello, G- boys. G-L. How are you?
2: I'm okay. That's very subdued. You have—I don't know—you've got a Joker face on right yes, now. I'm not sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, want to see a magic trick? All right, here we go.
0: Uh, so I have—I have come to play mm. today. There yeah. are—there are—there wow. are weeks when we have very little, and there are weeks where we are stuffed to two fists I'm full of double fisting <laughs> stuff. Oh my god! And so I would like to I'm play terrified. dealer's choice. Mm-hmm. I have three things to talk about. You guys may choose one. <laughs> we may talk about one. Mm-hmm. Flash's continuing journey as a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Two. The flashpoint that we have now reached in my marriage and in my house about the dishwasher. Oh. Three, concierge beekeeping, and our friends the Gartskys.
2: Wow. How do you really? Pick. Really? How do you pick? I don't even know who the Gartskys are. Ulf oh, so an and Christian. But, but doesn't the phrase concierge yeah, beekeeping, beekeeping, beekeeping make you think wah Wa, yeah. wah wah? Is it Uber but for bees? <laughs> 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 all right, we
1: might as well go work our way backwards. Go ahead. Concierge no, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't we don't do all enough.
2: of them. We have to pick one. <laughs> I will skip we, me I, this I, week. I don't really have anything uh, to talk about. I
1: have I, I now I, I thought I had uh, uh an opinion about which one and then you threw me for a loop with the beekeeping. So you just have and I and I you know Ulf is is a friend of ours. Did you, I assume you saw him recently.
0: We went over the weekend to our friend Ulf mm-hmm. and Christian's house between the Gartskys mm-hmm. and the last family. Mm-hmm. We have <laughs> eight children under the age of eleven. Oh boy, which is <laughs> a lot yeah. of kids. Yes. And when we got there, their second oldest, Max, who is a contemporary of Flash, said, "Would you like to see our bees? We mm-hmm. have bees." So I didn't quite understand what he meant by this. And what he meant is that they have a gigantic beehive yes. on the side of their house. Wait. like, uh, like Intentional,
1: not intentional Intentional. Okay. okay. Yes. Uh, the, my wife's neighbors, they, they do this up in Connecticut.
0: In Deutschland, this yeah. evidently is a big thing that every family has their own hive to make their own meal.
1: Their own. Honig. Honig. H-O-N-I-G.
0: Honig. Honig. Oh, they could call it meal, too. Yeah, sure. And uh, so I had so many Mm -hmm. questions about this. And I said, question. Uh How does one get bees? And the answer is you purchase a queen and a starter set of 600 bees. I'm sorry. (laughs) How many? Starter set of how many? 600 bees mm-hmm. and you put them in the hive and you go out and you feed them sugar water every 48 hours and for the first year and then you have to check on the queen because the hive can be under attack the Gartsky hive was attacked by, by what? hornets
2: oh
0: hornets again the rats of the insect world, terrible over the summer and these are and and so what about to yellow defend jackets against right. them yeah. to defend against mm-hmm. them they then had to go and install essentially a doggy door on the hive, which is so tiny that it can uh, bees can get in and hornets can't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So these are these are <laughs> defensive <laughs> it's fortifications. Mm-hmm. It's a very small door, and it's
1: just honeybees. Do other do other bees like try to get in on the only actual Like honey, yellow jackets? No, hey, what's bees. going on here? Oh,
0: I'm just I belong I'm, 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 here. I'm just working everybody. here. I'm a drone. And no. no. So they, the hive repels them. They now have tens of thousands of bees in this hive, <laughs> which is located, so far as I can tell, about 20 feet away from their neighbor's house. Is there, if is there some sort of a... If I lived next to somebody it, who was keeping a beehive 20 feet away from my house, I don't think I would be happy. No, I know I, I wouldn't mind. I would, as, as murder. Long as, I would murder all of this.
1: I wouldn't mind as long as you share the a. You share the honey. You know what I mean. So and to b, speak. <laughs> and also is it you know how is it. Uh, Fenced in, shall we say? Is, is it free bees bees flowing? Fly. Yeah, bees know, I think mean, you can't really
0: fence them in, then, can you?
1: But there's, uh, no. yeah, but what? Is, so there's no stopping the bees from going
0: to the neighbors. Is that what you're telling me? That, the tens of thousands no, actually, of bees just, they, have a, they have a force field swarm, an anti-bee force oh,
2: field. That
0: no, the bees go everywhere. Is the answer okay? That, I, as, would spray, as, I would
2: spray that hive with kerosene,
0: but <laughs> as I would, as I would say to, uh,
1: I would, as I would say to Dolf that's das a bisschen just a little problematic.
0: So they. So, uh, I imagine they may not have the best relationship with their neighbors. <laughs> Maybe they need some mm. Lebensraum. I don't know. Wow. Wow, he uh, went there. So, so, with the bees, they're mm-hmm. flying around and flying around. I said, So, how much honey do you get? And they said, Well, you can't have any honey the first year because the beekeeper wouldn't allow them to. And I said, I'm sorry, you have a beekeeper. He said, Well, it's a concierge beekeeper. Wait a Are you a-
1: telling me they're not doing their own beekeeping?
0: They do a certain low-level maintenance, but the high-level beekeeping is done by a professional beekeeper named Larry. And Larry comes once a month and evidently yells at the Gartsky family for, for stressing out the bees. How can, you, how can you be doing this? Why do you let your children play in the backyard near the bees? You're going to stress the bees out. Max got stung by the bees. Okay, there's a, there's and, a shocker. <laughs> and Larry was very cross with him. For being stung. Yeah. Why, why, why did you get in the way of the bees? It sounds to me like Larry might one day come and murder the entire family this is in like order that, to keep the bees. For the love of the bees.
2: This is like the Seinfeld episode where, was it, was it Brad Garrett, who's the, uh, the Audi mechanic? Yes, Brad and he, Garrett. And he, and, he, and he like he like yes. kidnaps Jerry's car. It's that's a little that's bit. That's exactly what it's like. But we, <laughs> we live in
0: a country... Where there is a thing called a concierge beekeeping mm-hmm. service that anybody wow. can acquire. Yeah. How I expensive mean, is a concierge no, beekeeping service? No, no. So that's the one question I didn't ask.
2: Well, the, I this kept, is why you need d- me. I was dying this to is why ask. why you need me on these, on these missions.
1: You would not be afraid to
2: ask. Yes. No, I would ask, I would ask them. I would, I would laugh time. at them. But it's an absurd, amazing, amazing. Thing. Once, they're they're so going to
0: make it up on once you amortize the honey out starting mm-hmm. in year two. I'm sure it pays for
2: itself. Uh, I love that Arlington. How much, honey. how much does how much does a like one queen bee and 600 starter bees cost?
0: I was curious about yeah. that, but also didn't
2: ask. I guess you could find out.
0: And online. I was also curious. I said, so do they yeah. come frozen? Like, do they, you know, deep freeze them and you thaw them out? And you say, no, no, what, no. the bees? They come alive. Like, live. cryogenically, yes. like an alien <laughs> covenant. So, like, uh-huh. you lift out the thing and there's uh-huh. like dry ice, <laughs> you know, spills out. And then slowly like, the queen coming out.
2: These uh, bees <laughs> well, have come from Ireland. Ireland. Right, exactly. Do they come from Ireland? I have no, no idea. No. Because no you idea. know there's a bee shortage. You know, I mean, there's a honeybee well, shortage I th- I in this a, country. I thought all the bees might smuggle
0: them in from Germany?
2: Well, I thought all the bees went to China. Isn't there was like there was like remember there was like the big bee disappearing panic? It yes, turns out like yes. all the bees went to China. Well, that's yeah, because, because that's the, where the that's labor where the laws honey, are more relaxed uh, over there. <laughs> right, that's and where and the bees know that the they can bees, make their honey cheaper. The bees can't in the bees, China. The bees can't they're say anything the, if they want to leave. They just the Chinese are hoarding the honey. Got uh, nice little bee cots. They're, they're, Sometimes they're the bees hoarding, jump they're hoarding off the honey
0: for their general
1: sows. Beekeeping. Yes, I'm sorry. Are you not? Are you not entertained? I am. I'm fascinated because it's not. It doesn't sound like it's traditional beat. Your friend beeping. sounds like a bad person.
2: <laughs> no. no, I'm Old. just kidding. No. I'm just no. kidding. Fastest. No, but but I would say that I would say that if somebody did that next to me if I owned a house and like I assume that what you're describing is kind of like
0: You a, know the house is in Arlington. Inner, an
2: inner suburb uh, It's Arlington. Uh, you, like you basically where live over there. It. It's, like, it's like it's like, like being right. at
0: the Ferguson house in and Andy's neighborhood. Yeah.
2: So if that if that if I were his neighbor, I would be deeply cross. I would
0: set it on fire. I
2: would be vexed.
0: I would throw a Molotov cocktail I at would, it.
2: I mean I would I I don't know that I would set it on fire but I would definitely like I would definitely get like a hose and spray I, and insecticides would, on I, it. You
0: would be like oh my
1: gosh these people have a, there's a honey there's a, there's a, I got to take it down
2: right.
0: Larry Larry evidently yelled at them for putting down like weed and feed on their lawn. Oh also bad. He's like also you can you can't put down chemicals on your mm-hmm. when you're this is this is the these are this is the, the plant matter that your bees are using. Question he yeah. sounds like an insane person. Anyway, well, we, he, can, we, can insane? Insane. <laughs> we can we okay. can have this entire conversation. He sounds insane. We can have this entire conversation in safety uh, because Olf yeah. tried listening to the substandard a few times early on yeah. and couldn't tell Sonny and I apart. Yeah. So he he's dropped out. So he is no, not a, a good, not listening good. to the good. show.
2: Is he the guy who left the two star review that we got? No. In which this, somebody this is if you go and look at our iTunes. Oh. Somebody left a a very yes. long a very long two star review in which they listed all of the things we talked about before we talked about Dunkirk. It was the Dunkirk. Yeah. Episode and I, he really captured the spirit of the show. He really, because it's just us talking nonsense <laughs> and he for was, half the show, and, and then it's half not the what show is Dunkirk. And no, he did something. not, he did not care no, for that. No. And I look, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm just sad that somebody could get us so innately mm-hmm. and still give us a bad review. It's, it's I, it yeah. strikes me that that's a him problem. <laughs> that's, that's not a, a, us problem. Uh, well, that
1: I have to look at that um, one. I've told you my old story where uh, after uh, we had lunch in the city, we were uh, walking back to his car. And the pigeon that had been partially sideswiped by a car, so it was flopping around on the intersection of 14th and F. And so um, Alf goes, oh, my gosh, that's terrible. Look at that, that, that pigeon. And so, you know, I feel sorry for it. And we get in his car, and we're driving up, and he, and he says, you know, I should probably put it out of, his miser- out of its misery and I said, you're probably right, like a mercy killing. And I said, okay, let's do it. And so I'm running the dash, it, the windows down. I, by this point, a whole bunch of people are standing at an intersection across the street. And they're, they're all staring at this flopping pigeon. And then Ulf just floors it. And a sudden, boom, you hear this boom. And you hear these women scream on the side of the street. And I said, just keep driving. I said, don't worry, just keep driving. Ignore what just happened. You did it. You did the right thing. I told you you did the right thing. But it was horrific. It was horrific. Wow.
0: Yeah. No, Sonny, mis- how, how was your
2: weekend? Did you? Did you get any bees? I didn't get any bees. I didn't get any bees. My weekend was fine. Nothing. Nothing interesting happened. Wow. You have any any big life changes uneventful. coming? Anything you want to talk about? Not really. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Sonny. Yeah. Wow. How
0: are your shoes? Well, we oh, yeah. we had a good like
2: eight minutes on bees. So I think we're, oh, is that, yeah. I, I've so. lost I usually keep track of my Hey, nice Rolex same. over oh, there Thank Victoria. you very much
1: It, 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 take, it t- takes pretty good time tells Wait, don't time. you don't have any watch news from oh, the right. Rolex? No watch
0: update? Everything's fine? Reactions? Reacts? Uh, there has been studied lack of reaction mm. In the intelligence community You would look at this and You know, mm. the, the the very SIGINT. lack of reaction The yeah. SIGINT says that the very lack of reaction Is itself something a reaction works.
2: But it's okay I'm oh, sure it's fine. And what about the dishwasher? I'm much more interested in the dishwasher than those dumb dumbbells. <laughs> no, <beans. laughs> we, we can save that for another show, all
0: right. or all right, all right, or outtakes or something. Victorino, I want to hear I how had, things are on the I, home front. I, I I home
1: front's fine. I had a lovely uh, lunch last week with Chris Caldwell. So yeah. uh, he came out here. We went to uh, Ambar, which is the uh, the Balkan restaurant in Clarendon. I, I think it's really Serbian, but I don't think they. I think they get more customers <laughs> by saying it's Balkan than like unless you're. Unless you're on a cleansing diet or something, you know. Uh, sorry, and I, I, I and I say that. And sorry, I know I got you on that, JVL. I, well, I wrote it down. Cleansing, what cleanse. I said, oh, I can get one joke out of this, maybe. But I have to. Okay, <laughs> jokes aside, and that was a bad joke. Uh, it really is good food. So I show up there, and uh, and he's there, and they have a, a lunch express menu. So it's twenty dollars per person, all the small plates you can eat. So it's small plates, which is annoying, but it's unlimited. So by the time I got there, Chris How was that, that an
2: express menu.
1: Yeah. Well, so they're trying to annoy you into not getting your money's worth. Oh, well, this is what's interesting. So uh, we sit there, and Chris says, I think there's no question we have to do this. You know, all you could eat because I've, I've been on many... Culinary adventures with Chris for the last like 20 years, you know, maybe live sea urchin with him. So I said we, we can do a lot of damage and I think that was I shouldn't have said that out loud in front of the waitress Because I think that got their, her nervous So, you know, we order four or five six plates. They start coming after a while and I can just, I'm just putting it down, you know And after a while This is how it works for them if they actually gave you everything you wanted you know, they'd be out of business. I'd go there every day, and then they'd be out of business. So what happens is you see the servers less and less. You know, you're waiting like, where'd they go? Where'd she go? She's not here. And then after that, when you order it, it takes longer for the plates to come out. You know, so by it's a the war th- of attrition, it is a war. It is a war of attrition. They think I think in their minds, lunch express means oh, you know, these people, the customers, you know, express lunch. I got to go in and out. Oh, you
0: can eat for thirty minutes. Yes,
1: <laughs> right, exactly. But of course, it was a Friday. I, it was no. It was a no rush. Uh, so we finally, I think at some point, Chris finally threw in the towel and he said, uh, you know, that that was it for him. And then you know, like cookies and espresso. And by then it was like, you know, two hours or something like that. So uh, that was it. But it's for me, the big problem is even after I was like we were technically done, my body, I'm still hungry because my body hasn't told my brain, you know, hasn't showed with the apostat, whatever they call it, hasn't told it to signal it that you are, your body is now full. And there's probably about a 15-minute lag, which is the toughest 15 minutes of my life. But I could just
0: keep, how does yes. How does this fit in with the RG diet? Right I don't know.
1: We're working... <laughs> the scientists are studying it right
0: now.
1: Well, there were small plates, so it's reduced. Oh. You know? yeah. if, they, oh. If, they, if it was a buffet, if that it was like you walked gluttony. up... Yeah, no, that would have been gluttony. If, 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 if um, Ambar just had, like, you go up with your plate, that would be terrible for me. I mean, because that that would be destructive. But it was one of these weird things where... I don't know. I mean it's because for most of the week, I mean Sonny knows this. I I do eat a lot of salad and things like that and and I'm I'm getting better at that. A lot uh, of salad, a lot of kava. A
2: lot of kava. Kava's it, really not that healthy though. What is kava? Kava's like Mediterranean. I mean it depends greens, on what you no, get.
1: you know what though? It's all it's not depends it, on what you none get. of it is processed, which kombucha? is important. How much kombucha, oh, oh, kombucha, kombucha do you, you drink a week? Uh, not enough. Not enough. I could I could use some kombucha. I'm not scared. Speaking of cleansing of diet. <laughs> Hi-oh. Hi-oh. Hi-o. So anyway, uh, but anyway, but so when I do go out like this, it's like I just, I'm so famished and I just could not stop eating. It was almost like, I don't know, I had some sort of parasite in me or a symbiote. Speaking of which, ah! Over the weekend, venom. 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 Oh, venom. I like venom. venom. You like venom? Maintain that's the top how, that's spot. That's how Ulf
2: pronounces it. <laughs> <laughs> venom. Uh,
1: the B venom. Yes. Uh, maintain the top spot. Uh, at the box office with thirty five point seven million, followed by A Star Is Born at twenty eight million, and down in third place, First Man with sixteen and a half million. Venom thoughts.
2: Uh, last first. week, last week, Vic, uh, Vic, you had asked how I much did. we thought it was going to drop, and uh, did we get I it said, on the nose? I said sixty percent or possi- like fifty five to sixty percent. Those were the two mm-hmm. answers I gave. In, in short succession. And it was funny when the initial numbers came out, it looked like it was going to be a 60% drop. It looked like it was going to do mm-hmm. about 30 million. Uh, and then that kind of ticked up over the weekend to 55 million. So yes. both of our answers oh. were actually correct. Uh, as it, as it just happened. think how
1: much better it could have been actually, if they just embraced, you know, the whole, if they had a better <laughs> yeah, relationship been, with the MCU yeah. and stuff, you know. Yeah, uh, it, w-
2: it would be so much better if it was, if, I mean, the problem is you would have to have a, you, to, to truly do the Venom character, you have to have a movie where Venom is the villain. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have the movie where he's the hero, and I like. I don't think. Uh, I mean, it, it, then you're looking at about a four year process, and if there's anything we've seen, it's rushing these cinematic universes is actually the best way to do it. So <laughs> it, uh, it, it it's it not bo- surprising.
1: It bothers me after we talked about it, and you guys explained this uh, further uh, in last week's episode that it's sort of they're trying. They did as much as they could to make him make Venom not look like Spider-Man, you know, so that yeah. they could have a separate universe, unrelated yeah. because it's Sony, and then maybe they can have a sequel. But the entire thing will be completely. As a matter of fact, and I forgot to mention this, there was a reference to Eddie's. Uh, journalistic past.
2: But they don't they didn't call it the exactly. Daily Exactly, They you called remember it, it something else. They call it, was, it like
1: they uh it was like the the Daily Globe or something. Yeah,
2: they it was it was real I I did notice that. I did notice that because they put my head. but there are other things that that translated like the the uh the the astronaut who comes back on the ship is John Jameson. Yes. It says it on his uniform. It says John Jameson. Uh and it's like okay, well that's that's J Jonah Jameson's mm-hmm. son. That's right. And it's just like it's like this. It, it is it's like looking into like a. It's what was that show? Fringe mm-hmm. or Sliders? It's like you're looking into a, a universe that's slightly off. That like one yeah. thing has changed, mm-hmm. and in this universe, there's no Peter Parker. Those those were very Fox shows, weren't they? Sliders was the best. <laughs> I love Sliders. <laughs> Is that Jerry O'Connell? Yes. Kush- Jerry Jerry Jerry, it was Pushback. It was Kush-Mack. Jerry O'Connell and Kush-Mack. also um uh, what's his name from Indiana Jones? Uh and uh, the Lord Harrison of the Rings movies.
1: Fuller. Oh no, John Rhys Davies. John Rhys Davies uh, yeah. was like the uh-huh, scientist. Uh-huh. He was the British scientist. Fringe was the with the guy from uh, Lord of the Rings. I think the old fellow, yeah, Peter, yeah. Peter. Peter. Oh, very good. Uh, so we all saw. Well, first, we, 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 oh, we saw the other box office new star is born. JVL thirty
0: three percent drop. Yeah, that's which is stay. that's got good. good, not well, It's good, actually but It's actually worse not, than I thought it would be. I good, thought it would be like twenty percent. Yeah, I yeah. So two hundred million is now a stretch and depends on awards. Mm-hmm.
2: I think it'll probably make it to 200 million. Yeah.
0: Good, but but if it to to cross over yeah. that, it's going to need to win Best Picture and a bunch of other things. We can have a re-release. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say whoever's sitting on is Born in their Oscar fantasy mm, draft was, is in pretty good, pretty good shape. He who
1: picked first, I think uh, I would have picked. Even I would have picked Star. But you would have picked the Stars Born. I assume.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think it was the yeah. best yeah. Yeah. best available choice on yeah. the board. Yeah, yeah. lady. I'm pretty excited, gaga. pretty excited to You're see Gaga the, the, for you. Know what I would not have? Picked? I'm not Gaga. Yeah, I know what you.
0: I would not, not have, have picked, picked First Man. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get into that later on.
2: I think First Man's a solid pick. I still yeah. think. Thank you. I bet First Man gets as more, the
0: number two overall slot.
2: I bet you First Man gets more uh, nominations than uh, on the basis of sex.
0: I well, the basis of sex was my second pick. What was your first pick? My first was Black Panther. And it ought really? to because again, uh, uh, it might get more than black Panther First, too. first man was the number two overall. First man, pick. first man might get more than both of them. Uh, put together, yeah, doubt that very much. I would think, I think Beale Street would get more that. than Black Panther. Very possibly, Beale, Beale Street's a great pick. Yeah. I love it. Sunny, you got, got you, you, got, you got your bases covered. I got, I got, I got my, I got my number one and number two yeah. picks with the they're number
2: great. one and number six picks. Uh-huh. So they're, I, they're I'm correct? very happy yeah. with yeah. Yeah. my. Okay, uh, uh, Sunny, review. Review First Man. Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a minute. Yeah. Did all three of us see it?
0: Yes. Three. Did all four of us see it? No. No, not
2: oh. all It would be lunacy.
1: Okay. <laughs> that's all I had. Come I had nothing on. else. I had nothing else. I had nothing else. Okay.
2: Lunarcy. <laughs> lunar, yeah, lunarcy. lunar Lunarcy. 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 Going to the moon is lunarcy. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's it. Armstrong... <laughs> More like Will Strong, <laughs> strong Will. Uh, no, uh, First Man. First Man is about uh, the fictional idea that we went to the moon. <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, it was all shot on a soundstage in Burbank. We all know that. Yes. But, but for the purposes of propaganda, uh, we have we have convinced the world that we did this. Um, uh, so, First Man is. Is, is I, I I don't feel the need really to like uh, provide what a happens? plot summary. <laughs> what happens for this in the movie, <laughs> Sonny? Well, thank you for not telling me the ending until I saw it's, it. That's amazing. It's, I, mean, I can't believe it happened. It's happens. a historical drama about about the space race. Don't spoil and, it. <laughs> and I like I feel like that's enough to say. What, what first, man, first man is trying to do, I think two or three separate things, and I think more or less does them. Um, the first is to kind of put you in the head of Neil Armstrong. Now, the question of whether or not that is the real Neil Armstrong or whether it is a a travesty of Neil Armstrong uh, is, is kind of up for debate. I, I don't have strong opinions on this either way. I did not know Neil Armstrong, um, and I have not read extensively about Neil Armstrong. So I don't know if he was actually... Uh, extremely stoic and sad about his two-year-old daughter who died. As the father of a three-year-old daughter, I was I was deeply moved by his his emotional plight and the stoic way uh, that he handled mm-hmm. it. Um, and uh, one of one of the things this movie does very well, I think, is uh, personalizing this massive bureaucratic, technologically. Amazing operation into this one person. I mean the 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 shots on the moon, I don't know if you guys saw it in IMAX. I saw it in I IMAX. Did. I saw it in IMAX on the, the big air and space IMAX here in town. It was very it was very impressive. Uh, and what what happens is when Armstrong steps out of the lunar landing module and onto the surface of the moon, the uh, the the horizons of the screen expand. Um, and this kind of mirrors early on in the film. He had talked about how, you know, going to the moon will expand man's horizons. It's like it's actually a very they it, what Chiselle does here is he uses IMAX, uh, not just for spectacle, as so many filmmakers do, but to drive home a thematic point of the film. I thought it was very well done. Um, uh, and it, 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 in addition to kind of expanding and uh, and, and bringing a, a brightness and a stillness to the picture um the 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 IMAX helps us both focus on him and on what's going on in the background because there's just so much screen there to 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 kind of see so uh i liked that uh it is it, he he is also trying to i think demonstrate cinematically what it is like to be in one of these uh rocket ships basically you know the it's it, I, how well this works for you kind of depends on how much you can tolerate shaky cam and like cramped close up shots. Uh, It doesn't bother me that much, but I can understand why people didn't, didn't particularly like it. Um, And, uh, uh, but I, but I think it, I think it all basically works. I mean, again, I think it is a cinematically successful method of demonstrating how spaceflight would feel from the inside.
1: Thank, thank you uh, you you were saying in fact, Sonny, that um, having watched after watching the movie you sort of sparked your interest in wanting to even possibly read the memoir by uh, James Hansen. Uh, yeah, that was That'd one be, thing I was: I was thinking about it too, but if I don't have time to read the book, it, would it be possible to I don't know uh, listen to it in the car or something? How would that work?
2: well uh, there's a there's a great program called Audible Audible. Ooh, tell uh, us more what it, What would it look like? if we all listened more. Listening to audiobooks motivates us, inspires us, even brings us closer together. There's no better place to listen than Audible because now Audible members get even more. Exclusive audio fitness programs, audiobooks, Audible Originals, and more. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet and now with Audible Originals, the selection has gotten even more custom with content made for members. Uh, now, I, I, you, JBL has hinted at this several times on the show now. I have a, a child on the way. My wife is about eight and a half months pregnant. What? She's basically, <gasps> We're basically done. And so I'm going to have a lot of sitting around time. I'm going to have a lot of sitting around, uh, holding small baby mm. time, uh, which, which I have been told is a great time to listen to audiobooks. It's because you can just do it. You don't have to use your hands. Uh, so I was hoping that uh, our, our great listeners, our valued, uh, exceptional listeners, could recommend some audiobooks to me. I, I, am, I am now a subscriber to Audible. I'm going to take advantage of the, the many things that they are, they are going to offer us. But I want you, uh, the listeners, who uh, I know a bunch of you are audiobook, book, book fi- audiobook files, mm-hmm. Biblio, mm-hmm. audio bibliophiles, uh, tell me what I should be listening to. Give me give me some recommendations. So, that's what I want. That's what I want to hear from you guys. Can I
1: throw one out there? Yeah, sure. I heard a good one. At JVL, I'm sure has already uh, listened to this World War Z. I hear it's excellent as an audiobook.
2: I've I've already read it though. Oh, so, uh, I've actually read I've okay. f- read the actual physical mm-hmm. codex. Mm-hmm. So ah. anyway, I need I need recommendations okay. from people. Send me send me your, your picks. I will be I will be glad to listen to them. Uh, every month, Audible members get one credit good for any audiobook they choose, plus two Audible originals from a changing selection that they can't get anywhere else. They also get access to audio fitness and health workouts uh, created exclusively for Audible. I'm probably not going to take advantage of those because I'm a fat person, but. <laughs> But but for the rest of you who actually like to, to work out, this is a this is a great okay. this is a great thing. Uh, plus, your books are yours to keep. With Audible, you can go back and re listen anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Don't like Audible book? If you don't like the Audible book you pick, you can exchange it. No questions asked. Uh, start a 30-day trial, and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com/substandard or text "substandard" to 500-500. That's 500-500. Uh, you can do it with audiobooks. That's audible.com/substandard or text "substandard" to 500-500 to get started.
1: Thank you, Sonny. Do you remember the audiobook in The Simpsons? The audiobook of the Bible that Homer listens to. No. Uh, yes, the Bible as an audiobook narrated by Charlton Heston. No, Larry King. <laughs> that's and one where he thinks he's dying. Yes, the, that's one the, the he thinks the, he's the dying. The fuku, yeah, yeah, the fuku. Okay, all right. Let's open the floor now to discuss the first man. Okay. And so I, oh, sorry,
2: when, when I, I don't. I don't think First Man is an entirely successful picture. I think it's a. a it's a little bit boring at times, mm. and it's a little. It's I, mm. I, I like. There's there's mm. a lot of time spent with the. the um, the family that I just I was like, eh, that's okay. we can we can kind of move it along. But I, I think it's a mostly successful picture and uh quite enjoyed it.
0: JVL, go for it. This is such a bad movie. Uh I will I will grant you the dynamical meaning of his use of IMAX, which I think is the only successful thing in it. But that is uh, not enough to justify this picture as as an artistic enterprise. Um, every, I mean, do you? So the the shaky cam stuff is absurd. I do not mind shaking the camera, shaking the camera. <laughs> when we you are, should see that, by the way, you should just see how when you we that, are those in sound effects. the Gemini Eight, yes, or I agree. in the I agree. X55? Is that X fifty five, X fifteen, X fifteen. That's fine. Mm -hmm. When he and Ed White are going for a quiet walk through the suburban Mm. neighborhood at night. I I felt the same thing. Why is the camera Mm -hmm. like we're in a Jason Bourne fight? When when his child jumps into the swimming pool, why does the camera shake? When he goes to shake hands with his son, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. why is the camera shaking? There is a scene inside the Armstrong house where the camera pulls back through a door threshold to allow... The, the sort of, you know, establishing shot of another room through a door threshold and the camera is jittering. Yeah, it's too, Sunny. too handheld. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can you write down the time? Damien Chazelle, lock your f***ing camera down. It, it is absurd.
1: So, and it's to do even, it on an iMac. A- yeah. a- so, it's not a screen? steady cam.
0: It's like a handheld. It's on his, And he's.
1: And I, I'm always. I'm actually picturing Damien Chazelle with the camera, but and I'm I, sure it's the cinematographer. Part of this, of not not. A Part know, of this
0: is done to, as he does with the color palette, to sort of ape the idea of Super 8 handheld home movies, because yes. that sort of puts us a little bit mm-hmm. in the period of what's mm-hmm. happened. It is entirely unsuccessful as a device. And that is a side. And that is. That is the smallest of my criticisms. Wow.
2: One thing I would say about this, and I do think – I think that you're getting – what you're getting at here uh, is correct, that the the kind of jitteriness of it and the – Graininess of it. I don't know. I don't know what kind of screen you saw it on JBL, but IMAX. You, so if you see okay. it on the if you see it on the IMAX, it is it's very grainy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's on purpose, and I think it's on purpose yeah. again to drive home the stillness and the clarity of the moon shots later and, on. Uh, yeah. So I again, I think there is a cinematic purpose here. I think it works. Uh, uh, my my big question is, I wonder if any of that, um, not the shakiness, but the grain, was added in post. Oh, if the if the picture was intentionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, deteriorated slightly to to make to again make that transition yep. more more stark. Maybe I, um, the thing you, you,
1: the uh, the handheld stuff, uh, and I agree because the uh, the opening scene I thought was fantastic, and the Gemini Eight things are intense, and obviously um, Apollo Eleven. Uh, watching the the conversations, like again as you were saying, Ed White and uh, Neil Armstrong walking down the street in IMAX. I felt queasy. It was like Blair Witchy. It what was the like hell was so. I'm not there. sure, but, and you know, I mean, they used to have these explanations for. Uh, do you remember the explanations for Downton Abbey? Remember Downton Abbey? Not that I've ever watched that show about how the, you know the, the handheld. Whenever they were filming uh, downstairs, it was always handheld. It was more like so the camera's always moving. Upstairs was always steady, like, you know, fixed. And there was no, you know, bumps in the motions. It's very still. And that was to emphasize the difference between upstairs and downstairs. And I was trying to think why he was doing that. But I think he was just – anyway, go ahead. I well,
2: know I mean, I think this me. is – I mean, I think I've explained why. I think that yeah. the, the whole point is to, the, to, to drive home. Later again, on. The, the last 15 this minutes. This does off. not – Justify no. No. that I, but
1: you said you had bigger
0: problems no I mean, the, the the bigger problem the flag is
2: this is, is the flag <laughs> the flag wasn't planted on the moon the
0: most boring when you possible read the rendition of the neil armstrong story do you know what is more boring than dealing and watching neil armstrong and his shrewish wife bickering nothing <laughs> no no i'm sorry what's more interesting is watching neil armstrong's bratty kids bickering what, this is the man who's the first man on the moon, and we're spending minute after minute after minute after minute with his horrible home life? What the hell is that? Why are we doing this? This is the least—literally, literally every single person from NASA that we meet, from Deke to Ed White to Elliot, is more interesting as a character than the Neil Armstrong they give us in this movie. Now, I I know nothing about Neil Armstrong, the man— I do not argue with this as a sort of well, this isn't true to the character. Or not. Well, he was a
1: recluse. If you know, they
0: want to present it. him as a basically Aspergerish kind of guy, that's fine. Although Ryan Gosling's portrayal sort of borders on Milton from Office Space, uh, it, it, that's fine. <clears throat> but let's stay with him and let's stay with NASA. Don't don't the idea that like we have this, we're this is the movie that tells us what made Neil Armstrong tick except that the movie has no idea what made Neil Armstrong tick other than his dead baby girl. It has nothing else to say about him. It has no other ideas for why he was like the, the way he was. Uh, and, and every, it is as if they were, it, it's like Rian Johnson directed this movie with the whole idea being to subvert audience expectations. You know, you know. Audiences really like these space movies because the rocket launches are so exciting. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a rocket launch where we stay inside the cockpit the whole time. The Gemini 8 rocket launch, it is like shooting a porno movie, but then deciding to focus your camera on the mini fridge in the side of the hotel room. It's a rocket launch. Do you know what's exciting about rocket launches? The rocket's launching. The whole, everything about this. We're we're going to make it boring on purpose. To To subvert people's expectations, I, how ah, you see, can I make a boring movie nah, about the first nah. mission to land on the moon is is an amazing challenge, see, and Damien Chazelle was up to it uh
2: the rocket the rocket sequences all i think work uh in our and and our successes artistically uh and and as a viewer, i found them I found them pretty effective because again i like I don't actually need to see rockets launch. I've seen rockets launch bunch bunch times I've seen a lot of rockets go up. No, what's interesting is being in the cockpit and knowing what it feels like to be I, right. like there's there's that I and the, you don't the, have that same view. Right, there's there's the the uh his in his in the in the rocket uh I guess is it the Gemini 8 uh mm-hmm. where you actually like feel the the bursts of power yes. Out, yes. out of the IMAX mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. uh speakers it felt like mm-hmm. during being rocket kind of separation on top of, yeah. of a series of bombs going off and lifting you into space. That that all worked for me. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. that was very well done. I, I liked it. And
1: I loved the cast. The
2: cast is great. Patrick well, Fugit let, is
1: great. Let, I was so excited to see him. Let, I, I know he's done other things. Let, I know he's done other things between Almost Famous and he did that movie Saved or whatever it was, but... It was great to see, it. and he's old. He and steals it, the first reminds, half of this movie. It reminds you that we're old, by the
0: way, because remember he was like a t- he was a kid. Yeah, almost, famous, almost famous. famous, but of course so he's we were. great in this. I wanted more time with with well, Elliot C. Elliot. There was not much time with Slater. There was not much DeSlayton. There's not much time with Elliot C. Because all um, all of these guys, I wanted more time with, and less time with Neil Armstrong. Every time, every time. Ryan Gosling's Armstrong was on screen. I wanted him to go away and let me spend time with somebody else. From, what anybody did, else? From what did NASA. you think about Corey Stahl as Buzz Aldrin? Uh, I thought he was great. Actually. Yeah, and I you this know we, another great. Even Buzz Aldrin is a more interesting character yeah. than this. I could see why if I were
1: Buzz Aldrin, I would might you know because he said he didn't like the movie, but. Uh, whether or not he, well, whether sure, he's
0: portrayed as a I'm dick. dick. He,
1: comes, <laughs> he comes across as a real dick. <laughs> but you know, I mean, everybody's, I was gonna, as I said this the other day. fairness is
0: all he seems to be in life. Right, no, and, and, and,
1: and, and every, uh, whenever you write your memoir, you're anything but what everyone else could say you are and so, I mean, by other people's accounts. But I still thought that worked and it was, he seemed still humbled, obviously, when they got to the point together the two of them are there on the moon. And Lucas Haas, I forgot about Lucas Haas who plays Mike Collins. Yes. But again, not I, well, I, I, I agree that I wanted, I could have done a lot I could have had a lot more of that. I love these guys. And Lucas Hoss, you know, not many lines, but as Mike Collins, but he does the thing right before they get on the expansion module and he's the lem. And, and he says, Okay, you need this, you want that, you want this. And finally they say Come back, don't leave me alone after. He, yeah, yeah, and he said, and, and they were like, Mike, you know, it's okay. And and he just goes, Come back, guys. And he does it so well. And I've liked Lucas Hossen's witness. You anyway, know, it was nice to see him. So, um, and and Jason Clark is Ed White. I didn't realize. I didn't. I didn't know they were that uh, uh, good friends with uh, Neil Armstrong. As good friends with Ed White, but uh, and Jason Clark is great in that. And I Jason thought Clark the, is great. The, but, the Apollo uh, unplugs test, I thought was horrific. And yeah, uh, then Kieran, I've read about
2: that. And Kieran uh, Hines. Oh, great. Yeah. Kieran yeah. Hines is great. Yeah, well, uh, Shea Wiggum is great. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> I love. <laughs> not a, as but Gus again, not a lot. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, yeah. Th- uh-huh. this is this movie. Kyle Chandler.
2: Bales. Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Yeah. He, he does everything.
1: He can do anything. Yeah. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty. He's great. It's basically the same So version. did you like this, Victorino? I did. But there were parts of it that I thought were slow. I agree. And the dialogue parts, you know, as you were saying with the handheld, made me uneasy. But I still liked it. I mean, you know, Peter Lowe's, our, my friend Peter Lowe's uh, physics uh, teacher in high school, was a Neil Armstrong obsessive. So he always talked about Armstrong. Uh, and so Peter used to tell me stuff when back in college about what he was like. You know, he stopped signing autographs because there were too many forgeries out there. And then he just started. You know, I mean, he's just closing in on his world. You know, I mean, so he he was not express. I mean, yeah. there, there he's I mean, very he's, different from Buzz he Aldrin. Was,
2: he was he was a privative, private, uh, person. Yeah. He was he was stoic. I think I think one the the scene with the uh, the press conference where you know people keep asking him what what he, what he, what he yeah. feels and he's like ah, it doesn't really matter. Right. And then Buzz Aldrin takes over. I think I think is like I, I I understand the the you're not the you're not the first person who has described the Armstrong character as like Asperger or neurotic. Mm-hmm. But that is it's really not the sense I took away from the character. I I just thought that he was quiet and private. And I think there's a difference between being quiet and private than being what? Weird and neurotic. The,
0: the way he answers his kid's question about like the percentage chance of him mm-hmm. coming home is an Aspergery mm-hmm. sort of a, mm-hmm. like you know, the way exactly to the, sort that. of. When you're sitting in your own kitchen table yeah. with your family and you take things so literally, that is not a normal mm-hmm. emotional it's responsible person. Which again, it's fine. I'm not complaining about this. Yeah. But I'm saying if this is the true Neil Armstrong, then he is not an interesting enough figure mm-hmm. to merit something like this. Or focusing on his inner person is not the most interesting
2: thing about him. Well, he is. he is inherently interesting because he is the first man to step on the moon. I mean, that is. Well, that's but what's
0: interesting then is that he's the first man to step on the moon, not the interior
2: life of Neil Armstrong. It's, it, but that is. I, it is like, the most well, other boring will possible. possible. Really? I think other $16.5 million dollar opening. That. I think people I did think not that find it interesting. Some
1: people find it compelling. They were married for 38 years before they got divorced. It's just kind of a thing, but you saw it coming, I guess, particularly in the end. Well,
0: again, I have no idea but if this is the real Janet Armstrong. Um, but if it happened, her Before she died, uh, they had. If Spoken it isn't, then it, they did a you know. horrible disservice to her because yeah. they paint her as a monster. She is like the mirror image of the Lauren Holly from <laughs> from, any, from given any given Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> uh, and uh, and if if she was like this, then it is unkind to have no. portrayed her like it this. Is, I, didn't,
1: I didn't you know look I mean she has a lot, there's a lot of stress dealing with you know family that and she takes that burden. I didn't think
0: I didn't view her negatively. I didn't
2: view her negatively at all. She seemed like a she seemed mm-hmm. like a pretty straightforward military wife h- to me.
0: Horrible human being. No no I didn't think that's, that. And no. a terrible partner to be married to, but uh, you, you thought to yourself, yeah, I could be married to her. That'd be a ball. Of
2: laughs. That'd be fun. Well, uh, She's a good life, time girl. Life, we could really be troopers together. Life isn't really always fun. We could Jimmy have all, all sorts of adventures together. To do things. And, okay. Enjoy our
0: but like, marriage. If, but Did something
1: happen to you in the theater?
0: No, I'm just. <laughs> I, I hated. What I hated everything about this movie. I really.
2: Wow. God, it was wow. so bad. Wow. Well at least well, you I'm surprised
0: it. I'm surprised that you liked it Victor I, you it. Know. I would have thought it that did, but I was you always interested bored in... out of your mind No, it. I mean uh, but there were
1: I'm still interested in. I mean the parts that were really interesting. I thought were great and uh, there were obviously it, it definitely could have sure. been 15% tight, shorter. It. Yeah, absolutely. Could have been
2: 15% because shorter. Because you know you're every, to, you're Almost about... every movie can be 15% Yeah. shorter and mm-hmm. basically every movie over 2 hours and 10 mm-hmm. minutes can be 15% mm-hmm. shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this could have been 15% shorter, but like that's all right. I don't mind. I don't mind that yeah. too much. I at least, at least, you hate it for, uh, uh, oh, honest right. and truthful reasons, as opposed to the, as opposed to all these. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want You've wanna, written so, now twice about. this. I've written about this twice. I've written about uh, In, a thousand tweets, not counting tweets, questions. Twitter stories. Question.
0: Yeah. This movie was first criticized as being a right wing wet dream no no first it was then criticized from the right as being a left wing i would say first it was criticized from the right oh i I thought the left mm, hated it no 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 it was
2: it was first criticized there was there was a telegraph piece that came out when the movie premiered at venice in which the author of the piece talked about how they don't show the the planting of the flag on the moon which was then misinterpreted by many on the right as to say that the flag was erased totally from the moon. No flag on the moon, no flags in the movie. It's, uh, it's about... Uh, uh, but part of the reason this happened is because Ryan Gosling gave the worst answer that he possibly could have given to a question about, you know, was Neil Armstrong an American hero? He said, uh, "I, uh, you know, I'm a Canadian, so maybe this is my bias, but I think of him as a world hero, and he thought of himself as, like, a world historical figure, not not an American Exclusively. hero. Exclusively. Now, this is dumb. This is a dumb thing to say. Everything, again, I'm not, like, a Neil Armstrong expert, but from what I have heard and what I've read, he, this is not how Neil Armstrong thought of himself. Uh, so it, it played into kind of all of the... It, it triggered the right in all of the ways that it possibly could have. It, the, you can trigger is, the right. The, Are they the, such
0: little special snowflakes that they can get all triggered and they upset? Melt. By... <laughs> they
2: melt a little bit. Um, but it was it played into all of the ideas that Hollywood is Hollywood hates Hollywood hates patriotism, Hollywood hates America. Hollywood is marketing movies to the international market, not the American market anymore. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Now look, I, I mean you've seen the movie, you don't like it. Would you say that this is an unpatriotic film? No. In any way?
0: No. In fact, to the extent that there's any politics in it, it, as you say in your review it comes down on the side uh against the radical left at the time which viewed the space program with skepticism. Yes. The the yes. resounding verdict of this mm-hmm. movie is that the space program was worth was it. Was it. worth it mm-hmm. and was yeah. was I mean and, like, that is not like left right politics today, but that, that is the that is the full extent of the yeah. politics of As this movie. Yeah.
2: And and it is specifically about America winning the space race against the Russians, right? I mean that is like there's even a montage at the end of the film where f- like foreign people talk about how they yeah. they, they they like if anybody could do it America America, the French French lady, and it it is like, so it is, it is, I have found it very frustrating to deal with the know nothing right. uh, Who, who hop into my Twitter mentions and tell me that the flag's not in the movie and the movie hates America and it erases the American accomplishment. And, and, and I am even more frustrated with the hucksters on the right who have fed their, uh, their grievance on this. And, it is a I think it is a very useful proxy for the terrible way our politics uh, work right now and the very real and fundamental way that the right is broken. That's all I'll say. Wow. About that. that was like a little midi little. That's all I'll say about. That. that was very
1: op eddy of you.
0: Okay. How are we doing on time? Uh, this is, got, got this is time no, up. I am not wrong about this. What? Uh JVL. The The New Yorker review says the, the first man is worthy of enduring as
2: a right wing fetish object. Yes, but when was that? When was that uh, review published? Uh, a week ago. Yeah. So the the bad, the Venice vi- stories were f- like uh, at the end of September.
1: Oh, okay. Too bad. Too bad. The New Yorkers fake news will never read. New Yorkers it, so. fake news. So no, but this it. is and this it's is, like it never happened. And this
2: is I've been I've been trying. Oh yeah. I'll have to I've, taken, that. I've yeah. taken a series of different tacks on yes, Twitter. Yes, like yes, all right, yes, you, you, you people are idiots and you're mm-hmm, ignorant. You don't know what you're talking about. But like, don't take my word for it trigger the libs by going mm-hmm. to see this movie mm-hmm. like you know it just mm-hmm. uh, but whatever people people want to believe what they want to believe yeah. and they're idiots do so. we believe that the
0: 16.5 million dollar opening it really hobbles its Oscar chances because a movie like this has to be successful I think I think, mm-hmm. a movie, I
2: think a movie like this has to be successful to win I think yes. it'll still probably do okay it'll I think it'll definitely still get a best picture nomination best picture nomination best, best director and best do- I think it'll probably get best a best actor director. Best actor, maybe. We'll see. Best actor might be tight this year. There's going to be a lot of... You know position. what we
1: left out, by the way, in terms of best actor? It was a movie, and we were talking about movies that came out, is The Old Man in the Gun. Because, is, isn't that yeah. supposed to be his last movie? Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, merits aside, the, oh, this is the last time we'll ever see Robert Redford. I don't Here think, you go.
2: I don't think Robert Redford has that much pull anymore in Hollywood. Mm. Uh, Warren Beatty wasn't able to get... Yeah, I remember. Remember his terrible well, Howard is, Hughes movie? That, that never lost, happened. That right? lost, Did it ever happen? That lost tens of millions sad. of dollars, yeah. and yeah. Uh, that didn't mm-hmm. get any any award buzz. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, I think mm-hmm. Warren Beatty and Robert Redford are kind of and like mm-hmm. nobody's seeing. Is anybody seeing this movie? Has anybody come seen out. Old man in the not come out yet. September it's coming
1: out. Oh, oh. Do
2: you know what? Do you know? Sunny. Do you know what day it is today? <laughs> Sick? Do you know, today's, today's... Oh, my gosh! Where am I o- then? Today's October No, 7th. you're kidding me. I looked at...
1: You know what? I actually looked at it on IMDb. When's this movie coming out? And I saw September 18th. I go, oh, okay, there's still time. <laughs> okay. Man. Who are you? <laughs> Would you
2: boys I? like to rank the NASA movies? Oh, I okay. Sure. I haven't uh, put any thought into this, but if you want to go first, I'll, I'll, I'll go go i I'll. Am I wrong
1: you. to think there's only three?
0: You are wrong. I oh.
2: have ten. What? <laughs> okay. 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 I'm, does this include I, Capricorn one? Yeah, I was gonna say does this is that's number Space one.
1: Camp, is Space Camp Ooh, on space there.
2: Camp. <laughs> I. Yes. Okay. Go on. Do it. Go ahead. You rank. You ten rank to, it from I ten to one. No
1: one. I
0: have no. I have no strong opinion. So no. Yeah. From one to ten. Oh. Okay. Number one. Mm-hmm. Apollo thirteen. <laughs> right. Number oh. one. Number one. The best. Number one. The best.
2: Why why would you start with the best? You want to count down to the best. Number 1 no, because Apollo I know 13. what number
0: 10 is. I know what number 10 is. Number 2 the right stuff. Number 3 the Martian. Number 4 contact. Number five gravity. So you're talking about sci-fi. You're talking about you're not talking
1: about NASA-centric, but NASA-centric. Okay, NASA future. future?
2: NASA-centric. I would say it is. I would say Contact is more SETI-centric. I would say
1: Contact is more Japanese achievement.
2: Yeah, it's really about how Japanese (laughs) were the first to build a rocket to see the aliens. Number five gravity. Anti-American movies.
0: Number six Space Camp. Number seven Red Planet. Number eight Mission of (laughs) Mars. Number nine (laughs) Armageddon. Number (laughs) ten First Man. Oh, so mean.
2: Done. So mean. Silly. To our, to our uh, ridiculous. Okay. I have no oh, I have no strong opinions. Could, on you,
0: this well, movie. I mean, could we all at least agree that Apollo 13 is, was, and will forever be the greatest NASA movie ever made?
2: Probably. Well, I don't I know how often you watch it. it was it's certainly, an amazing movie. It was certainly happier. Yeah, it's great. In it's terms of technical, I haven't
1: heard many people have uh technical complaints yet. I should I should go back and watch First it. I have seen it. In Apollo 13. I believe the only technical complaint was Jim, the color Lovell. of the Corvette. Jim Lovell's Corvette, right. it was blue and not red or whatever. Um, so,
0: yeah. I mean, that is, I, I watched that within the last three years, and it's astonishing. I like it much more now, even than I did when it first came out and I saw it in theaters. I Everything about that movie is really good. The pacing, the ideas behind it, the, I mean, it... It's just a gr- it's a great piece of storytelling. Pablo Schreiber, are you a fan of his? The actor Pablo Schreiber, you know him at all? He I was, know Leav uh,
2: Schreiber. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know maybe Pablo they're related.
1: I don't know. know. Pablo Schreiber, he played Jim Lovell in First remember. Man.
0: There's so many other people there. I
2: gotta see. I, okay. I, I, I gotta see Apollo 13 again. I haven't seen that. Movie it's good. In a long time.
0: It's good. Like since it came out, man, by man way. it's awesome. Okay. Really, I re- I liked it when it came out, mm-hmm. and I now mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. The weird thing to go back really quickly to uh,
1: Neil Armstrong is after um he landed on the moon he he went back to being uh, an engineering professor at purdue it's kind of strange if you're a student and your professors Neil Armstrong and whereas Buzz Aldrin you know he would show up on sitcoms you know and things like that as you know radio shows yeah everything, comic con Every, yeah everything yeah he everything. just wants to be famous it's it's it's, it's, it's different and, but I'm a big fan of Corey Stahl okay one of the one of the things that I uh um, and one of my takeaways uh, from Apollo 13 and from First Man is also the reminder that we are not men anymore.
2: Sort of the uh, well, the people in yeah. this room, yeah, the people out. in this room, we're not. There we're are not men very out there. there. are men. I
0: guess so. You're right. You're right. Captain Bill Dwyer yeah, is Captain a real Bill man. Dwyer. Chris Anderson mm-hmm. is a real man. Just lugging. Aaron McLean. Aaron McLean I is a real yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. But we are not. We've sort of transitioned into little babies. Speaking of transitioning, JV I'm just kidding. <laughs> Care. Full.
2: Double on full. Yes, I
1: don't know. So uh, uh, you didn't didn't put 2001 Space
0: Odyssey on your list.
2: Uh, Not really a NASA movie, certainly.
0: No, but I did think to myself that 2001 is a much better paced movie than... First man is. Mm, I, I, it's I got a lot more going on in it, and it's more interesting and more exciting. Considering I, I, that than you first man, you
2: just spent uh, a yeah. whole episode complaining about the pacing of two thousand and one. You've a, got a
0: complete one eighty here. A, no,
2: no, a, no I'm just saying that's stinging, how stinging criticism. Yeah, that's how no, first man. Bad first man no,
1: is. I'm going with your first take on two thousand one. That there are certain sequences that would just put you to sleep. at being Put the
0: sleep JVL. Did you just do a second transition a on the so floor? I'm exhausted. I'm so exhausted. I can't. Th- I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You can go back to the corner. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, the so, corner man's I'm, gonna be like, you know, cut me. Cut, cut me, me this, Rock. Cut me. I'm gonna put the quarter. I gotta put the silver dollar on Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so I am here to uh to talk about our friends at calm.com, C-A-L-M.com. dot com. It is an app for meditation and sleep stories on your phone, and it is amazing. Uh, We are calm.com users in my family. We have been for a couple years now We pay full freight all of it by ourselves because it's so great Let me tell you a story that happened last night Tuesday night So uh, I am downstairs with flash watching the mighty milwaukee Brewers take on the los angeles dodgers when my favorite child peeks her head over the banister and says daddy I can't get to sleep And so I said, oh, dear favorite, I will come right up. Don't worry. (laughs) And uh, I said, go hop into dad's bed. I'll be right there. So I went and I tucked into bed with her and I put her little head on my chest and I took out my phone and I opened up calm and I played her this.
1: My name is Clark Peters. And tonight I'll be reading you a sleep story called The Butterfly Sanctuary.
0: And to god seven minutes later she's snoring this is this this is the magic of calm.com yeah. com. this is what we do again no fooling every single night of my life for the last two years we have leaned on calm.com com. I say this all the time because it's true. Their corporate motto should be better than Benadryl. Uh, It is astonishing. I I actually have used some of the sleep stories myself when I'm like traveling for work and I'm in a hotel. I will put one of the sleep stories on and listen to them. They have them for kids. They have them for adults. Uh, They have guided meditations if you're into that sort of thing. I've never actually gotten to that. I, I keep telling myself someday I'm going to do it. They have a new one every single day called The Daily Calm. Uh, it's a tremendous, tremendous tool, especially for parents. Uh, you pop this on for your kids. It will just knock them the F out. It's so great. Uh, so we have a special uh, offer with them. If you go to calm.com slash substandard, they will give you 25% off of a premium subscription, which is a great deal. Uh, it's a great deal even if you don't get the discount because, again, this is a... This is a product that we, if they doubled the price, we would still pay them at the last family. It's so great. Uh, It gives you unlimited access to all of their content. Uh, You can get started today, calm.com slash substandard. That's calm.com slash substandard. They'll give you 25% off a premium subscription. Uh, If you have kids, you should do it. And in fact, I was thinking of getting Sonny a gift subscription since he's in a family way again because... Your oldest <laughs> is rapidly reaching the point where it would be nice to be able to give her sleep stories. Sure. Right? Because I would say you, you really you have to be at two and a half. Yeah, she's, she's,
2: she's, old, she's, she's older.
0: She three. Yeah, three. So three is a good age to start on this because now they can like listen and engage. And, uh, and so I think maybe my baby moon present to you guys will be a
2: subscription to Calm.com. Thank you. That would be oh, very lovely.
0: Way. Thank you, JVL. I imagine that one that of the- That Clark Peters voice- yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's like,
2: amazing.
1: It's like yeah. sex. Well, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it, it wouldn't put Vic to sleep. <laughs> well, it would <laughs> like five minutes later, you know. But <laughs> Do you remember the Seinfeld episode with the concierge and Elaine? You know, she'd get the wake-up call from, from – Yes. Yeah, and who was the voice? It wasn't it supposed to be – I think it was Peter Dinklage or something yeah, like right. that. It was something really interesting, but we'll have to look that up. Um, okay, do we have any other – Sonny, I think. Are we good on time? I've lost track.
2: Yeah, we're good. All right,
1: then. Good. Okay. Hey, that's all the time we're giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victorina Mattis at Sunnybunch
2: At Last.
1: Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in substandard on a podcast. We're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Until next time.
2: I have just one thing, but yeah. you have other things? Go
1: no, I have things, too. No, I'm okay. telling your thing. Uh, okay, well, I want to hear your thing. So uh, did you see the trailer for The Best of Enemies, which is coming out in the spring? No. It is with Sam Rockwell and Taraji Henson. It's where the Klan leader and the leader of the African-American community have to come together because they're desegregating. There's a school situation where, you know, uh, they have to put kids in the school. Where are they going to go? And it's this big thing. So that both sides have to work together, this whole thing. It takes place obviously in the Is 60s. this a comedy like Black Klansman? No, no, no. It, well, no,
0: but there are moments. There are clearly moments, right? They're clearly fish there out moments. of water buddy comedy,
1: kind of in a weird
0: way. He's a Black Panther, and right. he's the yeah, guy, it, Grand it, Wizard it, it, of the KKK. Yeah, K- basically, K. I, together they're true? the unlikeliest of friends. Is
1: it true? I don't know. But after the trailer ended, like a couple of rows back, I hear a woman say out. I hear a woman say out loud. She goes, "Oh, it makes me sad because schools are still segregated." She just threw that out there. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> to the audience. Just wants
0: the audience to know nice. in case you forgot. Interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. JVL. So uh can we talk about the dishwasher? Sure. Yes. Oh, oh by the way, were, really, really quickly, these week.
1: are not even outtakes. What were we told? These are stingers. This is a stinger. Stingers. Okay, these go are ahead. Post credit. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Go ahead.
0: So my wife has been complaining my since wife. day one about the decibel level of our dishwasher. This is your new dishwasher? The new. Does dishwasher. she say it's worse than the last one? Yes. I agree that I do not believe it is as quiet mm-hmm. as the last one. I, I would not disagree with that. I would accept that. Uh... But on the other hand, the other one wasn't available for purchase. If I could have replaced like for like, I would have. Uh, Instead, I bought the quietest dishwasher on offer. Sonny, you will see from the evidence I am showing you that, in fact, the dishwasher even says on it...
2: 39 decibels. Right? 39. Did uh, you buy a decibel measuring (laughs) device?
0: The other night... Just to do this? Really? As I was lying in bed upstairs... Listening to the dishwasher, which is a thing that should not happen, I decided to open up my magic iPhone and look and see if there are... I mean, I figured, why couldn't there be an app that turns your phone into a decibel meter? And it turns out there's like 70 of them. Of course.
2: yeah, makes sense. Impressive.
0: Now, I did not do a full test. I merely went down and shoved my iPhone next to it and Uh turned on the decibel meter. Okay, and? 67... decibels. (laughs) Decibels, <laughs> 67.
1: I love...
0: This is unacceptable. And the only thing to do I mean, is that I'm going to have to spend a week sleeping on the floor of the kitchen in front of the dishwasher with the decibel meter recording so that I can get a full baseline and then send the data off to the people at Bosch Global and ask them what the fork is up with their product that promises right on the dishwasher 39
2: decibels i think that's i think that's a totally fair thing to do i think they should frankly with the the amount of uh free advertising we've given them on Mm -hmm. this program they should be giving you a new dishwasher for free uh, that actually falls within the correct decibel parameters that's the only thing that would make this right i think yeah i'm sure it's fine